Welcome back, everybody. This is the second hour of gameplay. I am your host, Matthew Cause. Josh Ingalls from Covers.com is going to be joining us in. Jo oh, he's here right now. Josh Ingalls, Covers.com betting analyst. How you doing, my friend? Matty Cause, TSN Radio. How are you, bud? <laughs> is that how we're just going to refer to each other? You know what? We're more, our identities are more than just our jobs. We're people. Josh, tell yeah. the listeners something about, tell the audience something about you. Did you have a good relationship with your father? Um, some hobbies? Uh, did you have a dream last night? Was it a nightmare? Tell everyone about you. I bet Super Mario Brothers movie to be the highest grossing film of 2023 <laughs> yesterday. Really? Oh, wait a minute. That's not true. That is not true. 30, 35 to 1. Great value. That is, I, I, no, I don't even want to know where you went for that. Because, like, I'm someone who I watch every moment of every Oscars. Um, and, and, and I don't want to get, if, if you tell me where I could go for that, I feel that I would go down a very dangerous rabbit hole. No, but I, I don't think it is. I think as betters, I think there are bigger edges. Uh, especially on your end, if you're following the Oscars, the Oscar numbers are out right now. And obviously there's uh, what, there's a big list of people who can win uh, new uh, best picture. Now I'm not, I'm not giving out any advice on it. I just know that there's just great future odds for, as I bring it up, Oscars awards futures. Uh, what do you off the top of your head? Who do you think is winning uh, best picture? Uh, best picture, everything, every, everyone, everything all at once. That's what I got winning it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's moved to minus 250. There was a point last week that betters could have got it quicker uh, before everyone was announced. I think you probably could have got it at, like, maybe plus 200. So there was some value out there for sure. Ah. These markets, I know, but the, the limits are a little lower. But, like, I could only get down a few bucks on the Super Mario Brothers thing. But that's, like, the number 15 betting favorite. Uh, I mean, we all have Marvel fatigue. We all, I don't know. John Wick's not winning it. Rocky's not winning it. Little Mermaid is like the number five Ooh. betting favorite. Yeah, so. What's number one? I got to know. What's number one? Spider-Man. Is there another Spider-Man movie coming out? Yeah. Uh, another Spider-Man movie. It comes out in July. And then you have to go into handicapping it. It comes out in July. Does that affect how much money they can bring in for Super Mario Brothers? It comes out in April. So. It's, right. the same, it's, it's the same problem of handicapping sports. It's just applied to a different market. Oh, man, I, I, I wish I would like to see what the odds were for uh, for Top Gun, make it, uh, the movie that got the most money uh, a year or so ago. Oh, man, we could just we could just keep doing this for the rest of this interview. But that would be, uh, you know, that would that'd be a dereliction of my duties. Uh, Josh, I wanted to ask you. Um, the news now that Austin Matthews is going to be out for uh, minimum three weeks. We'll see how long it actually is going to be with a sprained knee. How does that impact you betting on the Maple Leafs? We'll start with tonight's game against Ottawa. I know you and Carlo were talking about that, the birthday boy. Happy 50th birthday to Carlo Coriacomo. <laughs> but uh, what for you, uh, how does that impact, let's say, tonight's game? Everything has a price, Maddie. Like if or let's use the analogy, you're not going to eat a worm for five bucks, but if I give you $2,500, you're going to eat a worm. There's always a price break, and we always put that into betting. How much is Austin Matthews worth? How much is home ice worth? So in hockey, we can put these things together. Uh, home ice, if you were at a neutral location and you went to a home ice game, you would, be, you would probably get an extra 25 points. You'd be shorter 25 points. So going from home to away, 
like in the case of a playoff game, there's usually a 50-point swing or maybe a 40-point swing with closer teams. So in players, we do the same thing. We saw it with Nathan McKinnon when he was out, I believe, two weeks ago or so, three weeks. Austin Matthews, key players, are worth about as much as home ice, so 25 points. We saw Ottawa, I believe Toronto was minus 250 earlier this morning, and they've moved yeah. all the way to minus 200, and they should not go shorter than minus 200 versus an Ottawa team that's pretty awful on the road. Yeah, it's, I, I see it at uh, FanDuel at minus 205, but yeah, I, I bet you could find minus 200. I was surprised, Josh, and uh, we could go bigger picture about does this what impact does this have with you know the, the next five, seven games of the Leafs, but I thought the over-under might be affected. It was 6.5 this morning. It's 6.5 now. I kind of like the under. I know it's Matt Murray and that. I know Ottawa has their issues, but oftentimes, you know, you lose a star player and it's like everyone is on their best behavior. And so everyone just is a little bit more defensively responsible, maybe plays a little bit more conservative with the big gun out of the lineup. I absolutely love the over tonight, Maddie. I mean, Matt Murray's out there practicing with goggles on. His confidence is low. His glove hand looks heavy. Uh, Anton Forsberg's the worst goalie on Ottawa compared to Cam Talbot, so there's that angle. And then you have to look at what Austin Matthews meant to the team defensively as a 200-foot player. He wasn't getting all the ozone face-off draws recently. That was given to Tavares. So there's that angle. I think this is a team that's worse defensively now with Matthews out, and I think the plus-minus versus his offense and his defense kind of negates each other. It's kind of a wash, so... I do like this. Matt Murray start uh, to go over six and a half at even money. And it is a good point that Matthews has been one of the just, I mean, his defense has improved. Not that it wasn't good last year, but it was certainly even better this year. Uh, before we uh, move off the Maple Leafs, and maybe you don't have any, other, do you have any other sort of bigger picture thoughts about no Matthews when it comes to looking at betting on the Maple Leafs, or we can just move on. I, 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 def, I defer to you, my friend. It's sad as a better for me that he wasn't ahead in like goal race production or heart trophy stuff where betters could race and beat the books to that news and bet the, the second guy up for the heart trophy or the second guy up for the rocket trophy. Those are the edges. Those are the real edges betters have that can turn you into a profitable better. Moving over again, joined by Josh Ingles from covers.com. When I, I, I look at some of the futures for the things like the heart and Norris and the Vesna, and first off on the heart, it just seems very simple. Unless Connor McDavid gets hurt, there's no point betting because he's minus 550. Pasternak is 18 to 1. So it feels like to me the heart is almost there's not much to go for, not much to bet on there. I found it interesting with uh, Linus Allmark, minus 160. Do you just throw your money there? Boston did lose last night to Tampa. Or is there any value you see at the Vesna? Uh, uh, the only thing, like, I'll make this point clear, that Allmark is the best goalie in the league. But is he yes. going to win the Vesna by playing 48 games or 49 games or under 60% of the games? We've never seen it. Shesterkin won last year with 53. Hellebuck the year before that with 58. No goalies ever played under 53 games and won the Vesna. So that will be a debate. And Jake Ottinger is really turning things on. I mean, division-leading team could be. They could get better with the trade. This is a goalie that could finish first in games played, first in wins, second in save percentage. Uh, he's just passed Sorokin, and, Hall and Hallibuck's also playing pretty awful. Both of those guys have a 2.5 goals against uh, and North since December 1st. So if Ottinger could come on here, he could finish second. And right now at the odds, I believe on FanDuel are 14 to one. 
it might be worth it just in case that the voters just think that Allmark playing, I don't know, a 48, 49 games just isn't enough to garner enough votes. Yeah, where were those people when Zion Williamson got voted to the All-Star team? He's played like barely maybe even half the game of the Pelicans. Um, moving over to the NFL, and we you can give your, uh, you know, where you're leaning. I've, I've made my feelings very clear, but the NFC-AFC championship game, uh, and I was doing a little bit of just digging, and the 49ers, not great when it comes to defending the quarterback run. So then I'm looking at Jalen Hurts for get, getting more than 46 yards rushing. Uh, that's kind of like one little prop that I like. But I, I'm curious for you, going into this weekend, how are you attacking the AFC and NFC championship games? Uh, I'm looking at Miles Sanders. I think, obviously, last week was an odd thing that betters are looking at. And they kind of just look at the box score and see Miles Sanders had 17 carries. Uh, but you won't know that it was 28 nothing before the end of the first half. And it was just a very positive game script. And the fact that you mentioned Jalen Hurst, that's great because I think there's so many mouths to feed in this offense on the ground versus a defense that doesn't give up a lot on the ground to begin with. Kenneth Gainwell looked good. Boston Scott get, got runs in the red zone last week. So I'm on Miles Sanders under 14 and a half carries. The market's going to 13. And a big part of these, uh, these handicaps here is the work you get in the red zone. Because in scoring drives, you can see running backs get three to four carries inside the red zone. But if Miles Sanders is getting the work that he's getting in the red zone that we saw last week with Boston Scott, Gainwell, and obviously Hurts poaching carries in there, it's going to be tough for him to get 15 carries. And just the fact that the 49ers just don't give up first downs and no team, only actually only Tennessee uh, allowed more, had a higher passing percentage against. So got to pass versus San Francisco to have success which could hurt Miles Sanders on the ground. Which ways are you leaning? I'll uh, I'll throw my cards out there. I like uh, the Bengals. Uh, I got a point and a half underdog. I like the Bengals. I like Philly. And I'll even throw it out there on the alternate lines. I think there's a chance Philadelphia could win by double digits on Sunday. I also think there's a chance San Francisco could win by double digits. It all just depends on what percentage you think that will happen. Uh, I'm on San Francisco. I do. I do like San Francisco, and, and I do like KC. Uh, I think it's so funny that all of a sudden we're not talking about that Cincinnati offensive line anymore. Now we've kind of shifted to there. We have such recency bias; it's kind of disgusting, especially in the media. We forget about it. But like all last week, that's all we were talking about. They're still down three offensive starters on that Cincinnati O line, and now they face a very underrated Kansas City pass rush. So I'll, I'm very interested to see what that is. But in, in knowing that. There's like Samaji Piran's becoming a bigger role. And when we're looking at these profits for when there's only two games on the board or when the Super Bowl is coming, there's only one game. These big profits, these big markets like Mahomes passing and A.J. Brown over receiving, they become the most efficient lines that exist. So smart bettors are, are just uh, inquisitive bettors should probably be looking at secondary secondary players like Samaji Piran, Quiz Watkins, Trent, uh, Trent Irwin, Hayden Hurst, guys like that who their markets aren't as efficient as there might be a little more value in there. Any other uh, any other bets you want to throw out uh, before we let you go? Josh Ingles from Covers.com also is a Super Mario movie enthusiast. Oh, I'm going to take my kids like five times and they'll be like, why are we going to see it again? Just, <laughs> just, 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 to, pump, just to pump those worldwide <laughs> numbers, so... Yeah, I love so hopefully it. that one goes. Uh, I don't know. Big futures. Futures are so fun. And now we're getting into the week where this is one of the most exciting future bet markets of the week. The odd 
bets. Uh, I'd put a good-sized bet down on Disturbia to be played at the halftime show for plus 900. There's just, yeah, there's a ton of bets right now. Books will literally take any bet you ask for. You can find them on Twitter and ask them, can you give me odds for this so I can bet it? They want all your action. I love it. I'm going to bet that Rihanna sings Umbrella. I love any song that rhymes Umbrella with Ella. So that's my bet. I think that's about minus 2,500 right now. Damn it. That's that right, that's right, right up your wheelhouse. That is. That that does perfectly fit with the uh, the Matt Cause cowardly bet of the day. Hey, Sorry, Josh. Minus 5,000. Minus 5,000. I was mistaken. It's okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you. Oh, well, but hold on. Does he have to play the whole song? As, as my producer, Chris Horvath, just whispered, it's going to be a medley. I think that's my next question. Do they have to play the whole song for me to win? Is it? Do I just have to hear the word umbrella said once? Like, like how does this work? No, we'll have to go to the house rules. That's, that's where there's a slight discrepancy sometimes. But minus 5,000, 98% implied probability. You probably uh, want to look somewhere else for value, Maddie. I'm going to do that. I'm going to parlay that with Shine Bright Like a Diamond, which should take it down to minus 4,999. Josh, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. All right, Matty. I'll get you a drink at Carlo's Big Birthday Bonanza. I, I got the invitation. At, wait, is there? there's not one going on tonight, is there? No, no. Next month. I've already booked off the Saturday. Oh, nice. Okay. Now we just need to find a designated driver because his birthday, it's not on the subway line as far as I can tell. So I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to find, uh, just take an Uber. You know what? We'll chat about that <laughs> off air. All the best. Josh. All right. Thanks for joining the show. Yeah. Take care guys. Have a great weekend. You as well. That is Josh Ingalls from covers.com.